This is Rahel, mom of two girls, Amara and Ava. This is Jen, mom to my little Ollie, and we're two best friends navigating motherhood, career, and personal fulfillment. And this is the Dope as a Mother podcast. Hi. Hey. You were approached by a friend that we should do an episode Um, on when or when did we know we were ready to have children? Yes, I am very excited about this topic. A friend of mine asked, can you do an episode on how do you know when you're ready to have kids? And I think it would be good to share when we knew, but then also now that we have kids, like what you would tell someone, I think is also good because I think I would, it's pretty similar to kind of how I felt too. But I think there's some added things that I wish someone would have told me. Not that it will probably change your mind. I think if you want kids, yeah. you want kids. And probably there probably be a few things that will change your mind. But I always think it's good to go into things with like all eyes mm-hmm. open. Um, I want to go back to before we were ever married, like when we were still just dating. Because um, I have these memories of us talking about one day having kids. and. I know, like, the the impression I got from you was that, not that you didn't want kids, but that it was not, like, you know, not necessarily important to you, but, like, you just, it wasn't your thing. And I know for me, I was the complete opposite. I said, oh, I want kids, even if I'm not married. Like, that for me was a non-negotiable in my life. Like, I knew I always wanted the kids. Marriage, I'm not sure about. I wasn't sure about, um, because I didn't know if that was going to happen, right? Like, just with the dating landscape, it was just horrible. So I knew I always wanted kids, whether that was a donor or adopting, um, that was always going to be in my future. But I know for you, it, it, at least I felt like it, you, it wasn't a focus for you. Like you didn't care, I guess, in that moment. Yes. I'm nodding. If you can see us right now, I'm like nodding. Cause she's right. Like we both have very different like how we felt about kids when we were in our 20s with it like Rahel always was like staunch about she wanted kids how she felt around kids I was like yeah like I want kids but it was never like a priority like it wasn't like oh it's like I'm not gonna I better find that man if I want to have kids but it was definitely always in the back of my mind that I wanted to find someone sooner rather than later so that that option if I decided to go really feel strongly about that, that I had a really good chance of that happening. Obviously, if I'm doing this closer to 40 or like being 40, like that's just a harder, you still have a harder time, right? So yes, but it wasn't at, it's like it was at the forefront, but not at the forefront, which I feel like is like for most women, it's like, even if you don't, had never really seen kids, like kids are kind of like, yeah, I could kind of do without or I could have them or I could not and that's kind of how I felt I could have them or I could have or I could not but then like as I got older I definitely knew I wanted at least one so that's kind of how I always as I got older what I kind of netted out but it was never that strong I always knew that like if um I would never go IVF route. Like if it ever got to that point and it's just not even, either it's not going to happen or we're going to adopt. Like, so that's, that's the extent of like how much I wanted it. Like I was not willing to go IVF. I wasn't willing to put my body through that to have a child to me. It's just like, well, it's not meant to be, or we just adopt. Mm-hmm. So I was always very open to it. 
Um, but yeah, I didn't feel strongly, and I always wanted marriage over kids mm, if I had yeah. to pick, right? Like, so, um, yeah, we both mm-hmm. felt very. very I mean, now aspects. looking back, being married, I'm like, I would. Oh God, it's hard. It would be hard to have kids oh. without that support, right? Like, I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I really don't. And I think growing up with a single mom. I think that's probably why I had a different, but like I could never even imagine doing that alone. But now even have, I, like we didn't really have any type of, like, I don't even care. Even if you yeah. grew up with a single mom or you grew up in two parents, you don't have any type of like reference or frame of mind on like what, a, what parenthood is like, or what that could have been like for the parent if you have not had kids. Now, after having kids now, I'm like, oh, hell no, right. there's no way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it is. Like, I like so much respect mm-hmm. for my mom. I mean, even though my dad was like there, I mean, he wasn't in the house. And so like, and there's still a lot that she, I mean, she did almost everything. So I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. like so much respect for single mm-hmm. mothers out there who are just doing it. it is, even with the dad present and involved, they are not mm-hmm. in the household and it's mm-hmm. not the same. A lot of the responsibility is always going to fall on the mom. And so, which we'll mm-hmm. get into, right? In terms of like, are you ready? Is it right for you? Um, yeah, it's a uh, man. Shout out to those single moms because it's hard with two parents, mm-hmm. let alone one. So, like, marriage comes, and then did you two discuss mm. how long you would wait before starting? Like, or when did you start actively like talking about it? so we both knew we wanted to be married for a while before having kids because we knew that we wanted to enjoy being married and that was like super important to both of us there were things we wanted to do we were not financially in a place we were not like yeah we were good with ourselves but like not in a place to bring a kid into we we just were not ready also like I had job loss Mm -hmm. at one point I think in our second year of marriage and this obviously we would not bring kid into that and then go back Um, to how long how long were you guys dating before you got like engaged and because sometimes that will kind of guide when people decide to have a kid that's true sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't like I feel like you know everybody is so different because I feel like some people have short Mm -hmm. engagements or like they haven't been dating a long time and then they have kids right away some people like you said they've been together for years i know you and our mom were together for years and then you got married and then it was like yeah well we had been together for years like we're ready i feel like girl i've seen it all so i'm like i mean it really depends on that couple like for us it wasn't something we wanted to get into right away and we both were on the same page with that also like yeah we were just like in that place where like we really wanted our careers to be solid you know it wasn't at that time but it was solid but not solid to where we wanted it to be there were certain levels we wanted to get to before having kids personally for us um and then yeah then we were like okay 2020 and then like (laughs) the pandemic right and i was like yeah i don't want to be i don't want to be pregnant i don't want to have kids in the pandemic but i mean you can only wait for so long so like we were like okay well, like, so we tried when we had Hollywood, we were together four years. Yeah, we were together four years. We were married four mm-hmm. years already. So, um, and then like together six. So, 
yeah, we're like, okay, let's start trying. We had, we had talked about when we wanted to start trying. We're like, okay, let's do 2020. And then I think that's when mm-hmm. we were trying. Yeah. I got, I got pregnant at 20, 2021. And you know, it ended up being the perfect, honestly, perfect timing. Perfect timing. God's timing mm-hmm. is always the best timing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of questions I think you need to ask yourself as a woman. Forget about the partner. Forget about the husband, boyfriend, whoever. There's questions that I think you have to ask yourself. I also felt like I was at a place where I had did quite a bit in my career. I had did tra- some traveling, even though I obviously haven't seen everywhere I want to go. But I did a significant amount to where I felt like if my life slowed down or maybe I couldn't travel as much, I would feel okay. Um, and it wouldn't feel like I'm missing yeah. out on anything. Um, so... Or even just like doing certain things, experiencing certain things and maybe not even have to do with travel. Um, I felt like I had did quite a bit of that. And I was like, we felt like, man, this feels good. Feels good. Right. I mean, it's about feeling too. Like, does it feel right? Um, but I mean, I think for like, and then for me, it was just like, okay, you know, tired of being selfish, just thinking mm-hmm. about myself, spending money on yeah. myself. I was like, yeah. And then we also looked at our finances like, yeah, we're doing pretty well. Like, yeah. it's a good time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's really what it was. It wasn't even anything outside mm-hmm. of that, those few things. I think that we were, like, considering, at least I was considering mm-hmm. in my mind, because I always knew I wanted to be stable before I was having children, period. Yeah. Be full stop. You like, kind of into... Or, I mean, you already knew. Yeah, I mean, I knew them. I wanted them, <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think, like, was there anything that was like okay now besides you know getting older which I yep how old was I I don't know like 31 maybe I think yeah um 32 I think I got married at 31 but we so we got married we were together from like 2014 he proposed in 2016 and then we got married in 2018 okay just to give you like a time frame um Mm -hmm. And then I think I mentioned on a previous episode, we were going to wait until the end of that year to start trying. But then I was nervous, like, well, what if I can't because I have hypothyroidism? You know, I hear all these stories. Um, what if I can't get pregnant right away um, or within my <laughs> time frame that I set for myself? So we started a little earlier, which was what? Only like a few months after our wedding. And it happened like pretty quickly. So. I remember when you told me that. And at that point, uh, I think, you know, our careers were pretty stable and um, we had a home, finances were okay. Like, you know, it was, you know, for us, there was no other reason to wait, at least, you know, in my mind. Um, Would I have liked us to travel a little bit more? Sure. But it wasn't, it's, you know, it wasn't a huge priority for me at the time. So I was like, let's just do it. We can always travel with her when she gets older or figure it out. Um, yeah. yeah. So there was nothing that was more important at that time than getting pregnant and starting our family. Um, yeah. And I, I'm always of the mind, like, let's just, let's do it now versus later. There's nothing, there was no yeah. issues anywhere else in other, other areas of our life. So let's just do it. And, and yeah. I also wanted not to bring like family members into it, but like my grandmother's getting older and I, I've always, you know, at least wanted her to be present during that time. Um, and I'm happy I did it, you know, I'm happy she was able to mm-hmm. see like no. that part of 
me and me, you know, getting older and having kids. So I don't regret doing it so close after us getting married. Like, I think that, but I do like that you brought up like travel because I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of the conversations around when people should, um, or why they don't want to have kids yet is because they still want to travel or they want freedom (laughs) because they still want to do all these things. That's, that's great. But the way I viewed that is, um, at least for us, we will always be able to travel. That's not an issue, right? We'll, we will have freedom eventually. Um, and it's not that we don't have freedom now, right? Like it just takes a little bit more like communication and planning to do those things. You can have freedom within your setup. Um, you can still travel, right? If you have like the right support, you bring those kids with you. Like that's not, (laughs) I don't think, um, I think if you really do want kids and you start bringing up those as excuses, um, then maybe you're not ready, right? Like, cause I feel like when you're ready, you'll know. And those things shouldn't stop you from having your kids. You bring up a really good point is support. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I will say like you there in some cases you do need support and it is like <laughs> super important and, and depending on how old your child is to have that, whether that is you going, especially if you want to go on a trip with your spouse or your significant other, just you guys like, yeah, you need help. <laughs> like you can't do that without having someone watch those kids and someone willing to watch those kids. Um, I will say comparing travel and travel before kids and post kids I do see what people are saying when they're like you know when they're young you're just like fuck I don't want to do this again this is more stressful than 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 I mean traveling before is just like so magical Mm -hmm. as a couple and I am really happy that we did so many trips together like when we were dating we were going on a trip like I feel like once a month and then like and just like weekend trips like nothing big nothing crazy and then when we would go to Europe to visit his family, we would always do side trips. And like, those are actually some of my most like cherished memories. It is a whole other ballgame. Like, yes, you can travel with kids. And I do think if that is something that really is important to you, don't limit your mind to thinking that like you cannot travel with children. You can most definitely travel with children, but there are some things that you're just going to have mm-hmm. to accept. Like you're probably gonna have to have room service. You're not gonna be able to go to the hotel. I mean, go out to dinner you know, like at the hotel, unless you're, you know, you have the, what is mm-hmm. it, the monitor, right? You know, you have a digital monitor, like you can do that if it's close enough in range. Um, so there are little hacks you can do for sure, but like, it's just different. Okay. It wasn't even a vacation and it's not a vacation. It's a trip. It's a trip. That's what it is. <laughs> but you, you say you can always do it later. <laughs> Traveling is not going to go anywhere. Countries are not going to go anywhere. Everything is going to be there for you to experience. So, you know, I see people that will hire um, like a nanny service when they travel with their small kids or, or I've told like my mom or my aunts, like, I'm going to bring one of them if, 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 depending on like the goal of the trip, right? Like if the goal of the trip is for the kids to experience other cultures um, Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily for me and him to, you know, be on our own in a way, then maybe we don't need that extra help. But if it is partly for us to like reconnect or get away and have time alone but we still want to bring the kids then yeah I would probably consider just yep paying for that extra plane ticket if we can for a family member to come and watch watch them or just hire a nanny service if you're comfortable but 
again, if, yeah. if you are traveling like all the time, then maybe having a kid might be diff- an, an adjustment for you. But if you're not just, you know, mm-hmm. maybe once a quarter, probably manageable. Yeah. 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 I think so. And also depends again on how your kid is. Like too. Like that yeah, they, you know, what their temperament is like, what how they adjust how they adjust to things. And that's why I think, hmm, maybe doing it early is helpful because you they don't have a choice, they just adjust. Also, like you can't just regardless of what their temperament is like, you can be like, Yeah, you're going on this trip. Like it's you know, you're the adult and like you get to make those choices. The kid doesn't have to they don't Okay. So like, if, even if they, you know, you know, bitch and moan or they're like, eh, you know, fussy. Okay. And you're fussy. This is what we are doing. So, you know, I think we need to get into that mindset of like, and it's so hard. Cause like when they're fussy, it's annoying. You don't want to hear it. But like, also it's like, if that's something you want to do and you need to take that kid with you. The part about freedom or like losing your freedom when you have kids, um, I don't know, at least for me, I don't think that was necessarily a deciding factor in having kids. Like, obviously, you know, if you have kids, there are just some things that you're going to have to sacrifice or let go. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, I, I had accepted that like bef- before even like having getting pregnant, right? The first time you just there's some things that you just accept and it's much easier than trying to fight for your freedom and not getting it and it being you know another issue in whether it's like your marriage or whatever um but I don't think you know oh yeah yeah that wasn't necessarily like a deciding factor like oh I'm gonna lose my freedom if I have these kids and then after you have the kid at least for me we've we did a good job about like talking through things we talk through things all all the time (laughs) um and just like setting expectations on like okay what do you need do you need some time oh hey like even now like Mm -hmm. we've never been the couple that's oh you know we don't ask permission we just check in like hey i'm gonna do this is there anything on the calendar did you have plans to do anything else so we still check in like this weekend we're gonna go have brunch right with the girls i knew Mm -hmm. he wasn't doing anything I just set up the time. I said, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm free. We can go then. Um, yeah. It's not like this whole ordeal where it's like, oh, I got to, you know, figure this out. Like we just check in and tell each other when we're doing things and it's fine. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, the freedom piece. I mean, yeah, there is a loss. I mean, yeah, there's a loss of freedom. You can't, you can't come mm-hmm. and go. You can't just do spontaneous. Spontaneity mm-hmm. is big for you. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. If you really cling to spontaneity, trust me, I love spontaneity to a degree. I like some spontaneity, not a lot, but <clears throat> that's gone, boo. <laughs> there is no spontaneity. Everything has to be planned so that, yeah, there is. Or you thing, take them like, with you. I, yeah, the, <laughs> like, yeah. Like the freedom, I'm like, the freedom, I'm like, like yeah, I don't know. Because yeah, you're like, you know that, well, I'm going to have a kid now. So yeah, I'm not, I know I can't just come and go as I please. But I think that has to do with like also being older and like, Kind of mm-hmm. like that's already there. That awareness is already there. Do you feel like because you did grow up seeing, mm-hmm. you know, all your cousins being born and not that, and like seeing them being mm-hmm. raised and being around that, that, that also kind of mentally prepared you for like what you knew was going to come, like what how things were going to change once you had, 
yeah. that child. Yeah, I think being around like a lot of kids growing up and then seeing my sister have her kids before me. Um, yeah. So yeah, you are aware of like what it takes to raise a kid, like the day to day. Um, but even like growing up, like my mom, we would just get in the car and go. I don't think they thought about it, right? Like the way th- we think about overthink things these days. Yeah. Um, like I'm just, even in my life with the yeah. kids, sometimes, a lot of times actually, I am home alone with two kids, right? Because he's at work. So if I want to go get coffee, we just get in the car. Yeah, you're planning around nap schedules, but really, what else yeah. is stopping you? Like, I, I, I don't want people to think like, oh, you just like completely lose freedom. You could still have some spontaneity, <laughs> right? Um, maybe not like getting on a plane and doing like crazy things. Well, yeah, you can't do like I'm going to yeah, Mexico yeah. tomorrow. Like, no, like right. you could, right. but you could, but I mean, that's just. I don't know if that's your life, that shit. Like, yeah, you could do that. I mean, like you say, you could do anything with a child. I mean, yeah, you can take yeah. a kid anywhere. Like, but um, I think it's like, do you want to take that kid? I don't know. For me, it's like, do you want to take that kid? Like, I don't want to take, like sometimes, like mm-hmm. when he was young, no, I wasn't taking him places. He mm-hmm. was crying all the time he was in the car. Yeah. When he was a newborn, he was always crying. So no, like to me, I don't want to take you anywhere. I actually felt super trapped because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go anywhere with him. So I guess we're going to be home. Like, you know, I don't want to be, hearing him cry the whole time um yeah he still really doesn't love the car um I was like yeah I don't want to be having him cry the whole time while we go Mm -hmm. me on my way Mm -hmm. to wherever and I mean do I miss like freedom to with my time of can I just go do a workout anytime yeah I miss those things but again it just requires more like planning and sometimes being flexible yourself right like okay I can't work out in the mornings when I want or in the evenings like I'm just gonna I have this free time I'm gonna do it now right oh yeah there's no yeah it's like is there a window okay we're gonna do now I and I think that's a good point that goes back to kind of the control um if you're you got to be comfortable with not Mm -hmm. having as much control as you used to me and Rahel both like being in control. I know for me that was extremely difficult. You just don't have, there is, mm-hmm. you don't have control. These kids, these babies, look, you, there's no schedule. I mean, there's a schedule, but like anything can happen. Every day is different. So if you're a routine, I love routine, I'm a person with routine, girl, that, that will look, that, that can look so different day to day. And you have to feel like you have to surrender and you have to feel like if you're fine being out of control, then it'll be, it'll, it'll have such an easier time. If you are fine with like not having control and you'll feel, and you feel good about that. You're like, yeah, I'm yeah, go ahead. That, that is like one of the markers to me of like, you'll be fine and you'll be ready. Cause the, the only, the only control that you have is literally on how you respond to, mm. to, to everything that is going to happen. Say that, again. Say like, that one more time. That is, you, you only have control over how are you are going to respond to all of the things that are going to happen mm-hmm. in your day. I think mindset is really big. Like, where is your mindset? Are you in a good space? You know, are you emotionally ready? Are you psychologically? <laughs> because I had did quite a bit of work on myself before. I mean, you're never, come on. I mean, you're never like a, a finished piece, right? Like, no, you're always like, you know, work. It's a journey becoming a better person. Like it's, you know, it's an ever evolving thing. And 
I will say this too, even if you've worked on yourself, when that child comes, they are, you're going to heal even more because they're going to show, you're going to see things about yourself that you don't like, that you're going to need to change. And like, that is actually to me a beautiful thing, but it is a very hard thing. Um, but are bringing going to bring out of you but it's still good to do some work if there are some like doubts fears things that are kind of like getting in the way of like kind of you being your best self if there's like certain things that especially when it comes to your mindset because you want to be able to put a really healthy growth mindset in your child and so if you're not there it's going to be really hard to give that to like your kid as they're developing and growing and you're wanting them to try new things or like help them through that if you're not there then it's going to be difficult to get them there so i would say like you know you're not a finished piece but if you can do some of that work on just like you know your mental and your emotional and how you are feeling and that that can go a long way i think before having children i think finances it's like i see finances as it's part faith but it's also Mm -hmm. part planning you know don't be broke as fuck come on now like it's not you you also don't have to be like Like, a millionaire to you don't have to be a millionaire either and so it's like you know and if you are broke as fuck it's okay as long as you are like you know you're on Mm -hmm. a trajectory and you know you're gonna get to a certain point you know obviously things happen in life um but i'm talking to the people who are trying to plan or thinking about it or clearly somebody who's older who's actually Mm -hmm. asking about it right finances like that shit needs to be in order having a kid is super expensive today we have inflation shit Mm -hmm. is like double the price Childcare is Mm -hmm. super expensive be prepared to pay like to three thousand dollars on just an infant in daycare depending on working um these are costs that you need to know before having a child i don't care what nobody tells you if you don't know the actual cost of shit you're going to be rudely awakened when you see prices of diapers wipes or even just having the um, the baby in the hospital oh oh, oh, yeah having the baby Be, be yeah know what your insurance is going to cover know that ahead of time plan save i just can't stress this enough because it's stressful enough as a new mom you don't want these other things like taking up space in your mind like it's already gonna be a lot so it's like you know that's why i say it's like it's part faith but it's part like you just that money just got to be there bro i don't know yeah i would say maybe like make a list there are things that you can control right and there are things that you might not be able to control like going back to the mental part of it things might not come up for you right now but then once you get pregnant or have a kid then you'll start noticing things so like those kinds of things you might not be able to control but like things like your finances I think you might have a little bit more control of if you were operating with no budget prior to kids now you might want to have a budget for the whole family, right? Yeah, I would yeah. yeah, focus on what you can control pre-kid. Yeah, try to get ahead of as much as possible. Also, I think a good question to ask yourself is like, do I want to be a mother? Like, not as I do I want kids, but do I want to be a mother? Because you're going to be mm-hmm. a changed person your body your body is going to change are you ready for that and how are you going to handle that 
because that is a real thing mm-hmm. for everybody. Your hormones change. Are you ready? Your hormones. Are you ready for that? Like the selflessness that you have to have, the sacrifice, being pushed to your limits, like things like that. Like, are you ready for that? Because it will mm-hmm. happen, and you just have to be ready. It's like, am I ready to be put mm-hmm. in that position? Um, I think like probably like the, the biggest. Well, the other thing we did not even touch on too is, is your partner ready for that, right? Like, where is he mentally and emotionally, physically, financially, all of that too? It's not just on the mom, right? Like, you want to make sure your partner, let's say you're dating and you're not married yet. You know, there are certain qualities you might be looking at in a man if they are, um, how are they supporting you, right? Because um, they, they're not carrying the baby, but they're going to need to be able to support you while you're pregnant, after you're pregnant, or after you have the baby. Um, how do they handle stress? How do they handle stress, right? Um, because they will yeah. get stressed out. Everybody's stressed out. Yes. And I think that leads to that another good point is where how healthy and how strong is your relationship? Mm. This is probably, this might even be number one on the list. Um, You really need to make sure that this is the person that you want to have a child with. I don't care if you're married, not married. Is this the person that you want to be the father of your child? A. <laughs> Do they have the characteristics that make a good father? B, what is your relationship like? What are things that you need to work on? Have you worked through that? The biggest thing is like your communication skills. How do you handle conflict? If your conflict resolution is not good, I'm going to let you know right now, it's all going to come to the surface once you have a kid. Are you ready to have also the... uh, your marriage be put to the test or your relationship be put to the test because it will be, it will be tested and you'll either grow from, from it, or it will reveal a bunch of things that you need to work on. Um, that is the reality. So it's something to think about, to check in on, to have a conversation about, and just to reflect on, you know, and sometimes you don't know that that sometimes that's not really a question that you can answer maybe, um, until you are in it, but it's something to just think about you might know if your significant other is going to be able to support you during that time. And if he can't, is there anyone else in your life that can, you know, is it your mom? Is it your sister? Um, Cause he might not be everything. Yeah. He might not be able to help you through everything, but maybe there are other people that can in your life. Um, there was a book I was reading. I think it's called modern motherhood. And it was saying Mm. that a lot of women who go through postpartum depression or rage, anxiety can be linked to the support level of their spouse and how they feel about their spouse. Um, Not saying all of it, but some of it can be linked back to them. Um, So yeah, it's important to figure out if that person you're with is right for the job (laughs) or if, you know, if you are, if you guys are in a good space to bring in a child. This is probably going to be a broader topic for us, I think, and then maybe in another episode, but like we are in a, 
in a in a place where you have to buy your village okay and what does that look like for us it's a sitter it's a childcare. yes my mom she can come and watch you know ollie and sometimes but this doesn't happen often right so sitter child child care during the day daycare um a house cleaner like these are things like this makes up our village we also there might be people that you think are going to be there they may not honey once that baby comes they say they're going to but they might not the years where your kids are relying on you for everything is not that long when you look at the big picture right so I don't want people to be afraid of like, oh, we need all this money. And it's only so many years where like you'll need childcare. I mean, unless you decide to do private school route, but you know what I mean? Like the expensive childcare and um, the nannies or the babysitters and all of these things, or even like with your freedom too, like those years where they just need you is not that long. Um, you just have to, you know, like, so I want to like put in perspective for people because it's not forever right like I'm looking at my niece who's now like 10 turning 11 and you know she's just so much more independent and my nephew even he's like eight or nine um like they don't need my sister as much as like the three or the four-year-old so yeah it's not that long you just have to like my favorite my favorite quote that my sister tells me is like everything's temporary (laughs) and that helps me get through a lot of this those three words when I tell you will get you through It'll get you through anything. I love it. It's my favorite. Like everything is temporary because it Mm -hmm. truly is. Like it's you're not going to be in this phase forever. But there are so many things that will change, and you'll have to adjust. But you will find your groove, which I think is the best. I I think like the best piece of advice I can say is you will find your groove. Which I know I didn't believe. I didn't believe in the first months. I'm like I don't know how I'm going to find my groove. But you do eventually. You will eventually find your groove. And sometimes that groove changes, but you will find it. <laughs> you will find it. And um, and maybe if you're questioning it, maybe it's not. Maybe, you know, I always feel like, I think you should be 80 per, 80% sure. I think 80, because again, I think we've said this so many times, you'll never be like super, you're never going to be like 100%. And like, be like, yeah, I am right. Like, no. So I think if you're 80%, if you hear this podcast and you're like, I am, okay, I think I can, I can do that. Right. And you're at an 80%. I think that's good. And honestly, like it, I think it just opens up your life so much to new relationships, to growth, to just like becoming like a better mm-hmm. version of yourself. Um, so yeah, if you're ready for that, then you're ready for motherhood. You're ready to have children. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and leave a review. We would love to hear from you. Any topics you want us to cover, drop us a DM at Dope as a Mother on Instagram.